Happy, Happy Friday, Friday everyone. everyone. I'm Nuria. And I'm Frank. And welcome to another episode of ITT Podcast, which stands for In This Together Podcast. Our podcast is our honest take on relationships, love and marriage with the aim of sharing our views and experiences for you to take from it whatever you need. So whether you're single, dating, in a relationship or happily married, there is something in it for you. Hi everyone, today's episode is called Please Mind the Gap and we'll be talking about how to set boundaries, standards and expectations in a relationship. We're going to explore the definitions for each, the differences between them as well as the ways in which they are similar, why it's so important in a relationship to set boundaries, standards and expectations and we'll also discuss some practical steps to help you define and set your own. So why this topic? Why does this topic matter to us? So this topic is important because it's the first thing you need in place when you're even considering being in a relationship. You're going to need to have interactions with other people, not just in relationships, although we're going to talk about it from a relationship point of view. You're going to need to make sure that in those interactions, you are protecting yourself and that they're actually fruitful interactions. So for that, and especially in relationships, you need to have good standards and boundaries. And you also need to have and communicate your expectations of people. And I think we touched on it on episode four about advertising correctly for the role of the partner in your life. So in order for you to really be able to be clear to the person that's coming into your life, what you expect of them, you need to know what you expect you need to have standards and then you have to have boundaries to make sure that when people fall short of that you know you're able to take yourself out of that situation yeah and as, and as we mentioned in episode four it needs to be set at the very beginning of yeah. the relationship so yeah. Um, yeah and also people sometimes confuse boundaries standards expectations um in relationships and i think yeah. that's why this episode is also important yeah. because part of this episode is going to be about kind of deciphering the differences between them and knowing when to use what i think it could be really helpful for people in relationships and even in a marriage because sometimes people are married but they haven't set clear boundaries or expectations mm. people normally just work through their relationship as they go along so but it's always good to sit down and say mm. look what do you expect from me? Yeah. And list out what you expect for, you know, from your partner. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of the times people really do have expectations for their partners that they have not communicated. Yeah, I agree. And it causes conflict. I mean, even in the beginning of our relationship, if we're going to be completely honest, there were times that you didn't want to tell me when I was doing things wrong and you would mm. just get upset. Mm. And you used to say to me, I shouldn't have to tell you that. You should know that. You should yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And it just, it was a source of a lot of conflict yeah, in the beginning. But, but I guess, I guess I, I felt that way because I felt like there were basic things. Mm. Even though on your part, it was not, it's not fair on you because obviously you didn't know what they were. Yeah. But up to me, it felt like I didn't have to remind you or didn't have to tell you mm. what they were. Um, you had been with me for such a long time. You should know these things, but which mm. is not, not, not a good thing because we haven't sat down and said, look, you hate this. You don't like this. Mm. I don't like this. I, don't, I hate this. So, yeah. yeah. And even just on the point that there were basic things, I think mm -hmm. we come at life from our very own perspective. Yeah. We have our own experiences. And so what is a basic thing to you is yeah. not a basic, basic thing, thing to me. Yeah. It's not the way That's I look at point. it. That's yeah. And I think that is, you know, for example, like a really good example would be breakfast. You, the breakfast issue. Oh God! Here we go. <laughs> like Frank grew up having breakfast, and he's you know he grew up with two sisters. He's the eldest. He's a boy in an African household. Need I say more? You know he was used to breakfast being cooked by the women in his house, and he's not misogynistic. But that's just how he grew up, and that was really different from how I grew up. In my household, my mum cooked you know, dinner, lunch sometimes, but she really didn't eat breakfast. So she didn't really cook breakfast. The person that cooked breakfast in my house sometimes was my dad. And so we grew up not really eating breakfast like that either. And I mean, 
sometimes I'm like, oh, it was terrible that we grew up not eating breakfast, but there was always breakfast stuff. You know, my mum always had eggs, bread, you know, milk, cereal, all of that. But we just weren't really used to eating it. And sometimes my dad would do like a fry up or he'll do like a proper breakfast. And so I wasn't used to breakfast. I just, I didn't see it as a big deal. And when we got married, mm-hmm. breakfast yeah. was a thing that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that it, almost derailed the ship. Yeah, it, we needed to establish um, how we approached that. Because, yeah, um, I kind of expected my breakfast in the morning, um, and um, and Nuri not being a morning person, you can see where you're going wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how how is she going to make breakfast when and she's the still thing sleeping? Is, he. Oh gosh, you were this still sleeping? <laughs> exactly. I mean. If you've been listening to our podcast, you know Frank wakes up earlier, I wake up later. And so if he's awake at five o'clock having his tea and he's getting peckish, he's getting hungry, he's used to going and making his breakfast. And don't get me wrong, he was not the kind of person that would just sit there waiting for me to make him breakfast. He would go and make his breakfast. But because he was used to it, he he almost took offence that I didn't care enough to get up and make yeah. him breakfast sometimes yeah. Yeah. in the beginning. He was just kind of like, don't doesn't she love me? Like, doesn't she yeah. not care yeah. about me? Like, she yeah. can't and, make and me as, breakfast? And as a man, you do feel unloved, you know, when you've, <laughs> not being fed oh um, but the no, way to a man's heart is through his stomach that's very true <laughs> that's not serious that's so misogynistic i know it sounds very misogynistic it's so patriarchal it, it, it does but it's the truth mm. yeah i'm not gonna lie i wish it wasn't for you i guess for me yeah i'm sure for a lot of guys as well they'll, they may deny it but yeah i wish it wasn't true but it is the truth no yeah you guys love you we feel do. i mean what doesn't what why why does it matter because it's something that you don't have to do, mm. but you chose to do it. Mm. Even if it's by force. <laughs> it's never by force. <laughs> yeah. and, and ladies, if you're being forced to cook against your will, that's that's terrible. Yeah, I know. Call the police. But, 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 but basically, no, no, what, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, especially with, for guys, for men that can cook. Yeah, which, yeah, you could cook. Exactly. You could take care of you yourself. Know, if you cook for me, it's a... Uh, you know, it shows me that, yeah, you do love me because you don't have to do it. I can, you can tell me, oh, Frank, you just cook, make your own breakfast or make, but when you do it, it's, mm. uh, yeah. For you, it's a thing, yeah, you know, and, is, and this is. is, we're going to go into this a bit yeah, more later we're, on, we're, but like, you know, Frank's thing is acts of service. And so if you think of that in yeah, terms of love languages. That's, yeah, that's all about love languages and, um, We'll, we'll get into love languages at some point yeah um, I mean we might even episode. do a whole topic think, on it um, but we'll touch on it in this one as well yeah. and I guess we digress a little bit but the whole <laughs> yeah. point is that yeah. you know that's a real life example of Frank and I's relationship on how for him breakfast is important yeah but that wasn't what I was saying was it it's all right. That's it's, a real life example of how communicating your expectations matters yeah. and how setting expectations matters because that expectation was not communicated. It was not set. Yeah. And it, in our marriage in the beginning, it that's was true. a point of contention because he wouldn't necessarily say what was upsetting him in the morning. And I was like, mm. why is this guy so miserable in the morning? And it was because he just felt like, so you can't even make me breakfast. And I'm like, the men in my life make their own breakfast. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. my, the women always made like dinner and stuff. But the men in my life, when I was growing up, always made breakfast for themselves. And um, my dad wasn't too fussed about breakfast either. He was always out in the morning. So, yeah, that was not a basic for me, yeah. you know, but yeah. it was definitely basic it for was, you. So once but, we did communicate that, it was all right. But that's just an example of, yeah. you know, yeah. how important it is, why it matters in a relationship. Yeah. But before we carry on, I think we should give everyone a definition of what expectation means, mm. what, what standards and boundaries are. Yeah. Yeah. Because so people I th- have different views. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. think it's really important for us to define the words that we're going to be talking about yeah. in this actual episode. Um, so, yeah, to kick it off, I'll explain a bit about the definitions and the differences between them. Mm-hmm. So firstly, an expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or it will be the case. Yeah. You can expect to feel loved mm-hmm. in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's an, a feeling yeah. that you just expect to have. You just yeah. you have a belief that that will happen yeah. if you're in a relationship. Yeah. I'm expected to protect the family. Yeah. And you are. As yeah. the man in the house. Exactly. You are expected. Exactly. Um, that's exactly. just, it's just he's that. the strongest person in the house. So he's expected to protect us. Yeah. Should um armed robbers like my son was armed concerned robbers. about <laughs> my, my son was concerned about a while back. What if someone breaks into the house? Yeah, yeah daddy will protect us. <laughs> but yeah, 
A standard is defined as a level of quality or attainment. A secondary definition is mm. something used as a measure, a norm or model in comparative evaluations. So if you think of standards, I think a good example of a standard is affection and kindness in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So as a standard, you want a kind partner yeah. or you want an affectionate yeah. partner. That's the standard. If you're going to meet someone who's mean, mm. you know they don't meet your standard. Mm -hmm. yeah? yeah. And the standard, it sounds a bit like the baseline. It feels a bit like that's the minimum, really. As you would say, would, would you not say that? Like that's yeah. Just, it's just standard. Like, yeah. You know, if you're in a relationship with someone. It's the norm. Yeah. You, it's the norm to be loved. Expect that person to be affectionate towards you. Yeah. It's not something that's an additional thing or, or it's a plus. But yeah. It's like a standard. Yeah. 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 That's true. So the standard is like your, your level. The level. Yeah. The level that someone has to meet. I think it's the best way to describe it. It's yeah. the level that yeah, someone has to meet. Yeah. Because if you f if you say it's a baseline, then it's, it's low, where standards tend to be high. Yeah. So it's almost like it's yeah. not the basic. Yeah. It can be the basic because you start from the standards. Yeah. And then it's you can exceed standards. Yeah. So yeah, I get, it, I get what you're saying. This, you know, in a relationship, my standard is like the guy should be X, Y, Z. Mm. That's where you're starting from. Yeah, true. I you guess I get what anything you're additional is a it's a plus. It's like you know whatever you know. That's what that's mm. so you, you can you can see it in different ways. Yeah, you can yeah. see it. I mean, there's two ways to look at it. You you can see it as the baseline mm. where people have to kind of enter at, mm. or you can see it as something that you've set. That's a bar that people have, have to meet. meet. Yeah. So it, it depends on the person. I guess it does depend. How do you view it? For you, is it's a baseline. It's a baseline. It's a baseline. For me, it's, it's a bar. It's a bar. Mm, okay. That's interesting. For me, it's a bar. Mm. And I don't know why. That's, see, yeah. this is interesting because we're kind of exploring this in real time. I mean, it's interesting because for me, it's a bar because... Mm. You're, I, you're, you're, I, probably, you're probably more accurate than I am. If you go to a restaurant, for example, and it's a five-star that's their standard. You mm. would expect to, to meet that standard. So it's kind of like a, it's like a bar yeah. for them to meet it. So that's probably more. Accurate. But then you can also say if it's a five star, the minimum you expect is, it's a, fi is, yeah. is a five, it's star. five star. You, they can't go below a five yeah. star. So it really depends on how you're looking yeah, at it. Yeah. But basically, if you're thinking of it in terms of what it is, it is your norm, mm. what you think is the bar or mm -hmm. the baseline. Yeah. But it's what you think should be the norm. Yeah. Um, a boundary, and this is where we're going to get even more confusing. A boundary is a line which marks the limit of an area, a dividing line. And so this is why I was like, well, a standard is not a baseline to me because I feel like a boundary is, but no, 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 no. A boundary is pretty straightforward. You draw a line. Mm. Don't cross, Don't that, cross line. that line. That's yeah. It. Boundary is pretty straightforward. pretty straightforward. So the way I see a boundary is a deal breaker that you have identified to prevent having to go below your standard. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's the breaking point for when your expectations are not met. So for example, if your expectation is to be respected in a relationship and your standard is a kind person, a kind and respectful partner, um, then your boundary would probably be something like being shouted at be spoken to in a disrespectful way that act mm. would be your boundary does that make sense yeah definitely, definitely. so yeah so yeah. it's the line that shouldn't be crossed, crossed. Yeah. and because of that it tends to relate to a specific action yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which a standard doesn't always relate to a specific yeah, action i agree one of the easiest way to explain the three is or something that people can easily understand, which is cheating. Yeah. Because mm. your expectation is in a relationship, for example, if we're going to use the example of cheating, you would expect a loyal and faithful partner. Yeah. Yeah. Your standard in that case will be you will not be cheated on. You don't want a cheating partner. Mm -hmm. That's your standard. Mm -hmm. Your boundary would be him talking to women in an inappropriate way. Like he's let's say he never ever tells anybody he's in a relationship and he's always talking to them like inappropriately. Mm. That could be your boundary. Yeah. So th that, he that, do that. that shows a clear yeah. difference between expectation. I expect mm -hmm. you to be loyal standard. Mm -hmm. I won't be cheated on boundary. 
you can't even be out here talking to women as if you're a single guy and I don't exist. Mm. That's a boundary. Yeah, and if you do that, you are crossing that boundary. boundary. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so fine. that's the best way to explain mm-hmm. those three because I think it's just simpler for people yeah, to understand. It is, it is. There's no kind of crossover in that explanation. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's the difference between boundary, expectation and standards. I think standards and boundaries can often be mistaken for each other, but a boundary is more of a line that shouldn't be crossed. So it tends to relate to a more specific Mm -hmm. action. Mm -hmm. I agree. So we're saying all this. Why does it matter in a relationship? Why do you need boundaries, standards, expectations? I believe is is needed in a relationship because it allows you to navigate your way through the relationship. Mm-hmm. As we said before, it's something that you should try and put in place at the beginning of the relationship. Yeah, um, sets the standard for the rest of the relationship. Yeah, um, so it's definitely needed. Um, it protects you from being taken advantage of mm. because you know you both know where you stand. Yeah, it's out in the open. You both agreed on it, so. No one's walking on eggshells and stuff. So yeah, just know, exactly. Yeah. And that helps to like reduce argument. argument because if does. you know what someone's standard is, you know if you're meeting it or not. And so when they get upset because you're not meeting their standard, there's nothing to debate. Yeah. You know what it yeah. is. You know where you've fallen short. Yeah. And it creates a healthy environment. Mm. It, cre- it creates a healthy relationship because you're allowed to be yourself because you know what the rules are. You know yeah. what the... Where the boundaries are, where the lines are. I think um, boundaries, expectations and standards also matter in a relationship because it gives the other person a chance to know the kind of person they're dealing with from the outset. Um, I think a lot of the times we think of relationships as what they can do for us, like Mm. romance, affection, gifts, um, intimacy and stuff like that. But... A relationship is also about how that person should be treating you, not just what they can do for you, but how you expect to be treated. Mm. And I think when you set those out from the outset, they can then get on with doing all those other fun stuff in a relationship, but knowing how to be with you as a person, what matters to you. So I think... It's, it's, it's about that word again that we've spoken about in the last episode, you know, authenticity. To be authentically yourself, you need to know yourself, understand yourself and be able to communicate yourself to other people. And so when you set those boundaries and expectations and standards, you're basically helping the other person to love you in the right way. So I it's agree. really important. Yeah. So what relationship boundaries and standards do you have in the marriage, Frank? Or did you have while we were dating? So what would you say your boundaries and standards are in a relationship? I think one of my standards will be honesty. Mm. Um, Why does that matter? At the very beginning, I wanted you to be honest with me. I wanted you to be open with me. I wanted you to be yourself. Mm. Um, Obviously, while we were dating, we were two different people getting to know each other. So I expected you to be honest with me. I expected Mm. you to communicate your feelings to me. Yeah. Even though I struggled with the communication part going the other way, but that's what, that was one of my expectations. Because my love language is act of service. Um, Earlier in our relationship, one of my standards was that, you know, you knew how to cook. I remember when we had the conversation while we were still getting to know each other and Mm. I asked you if you knew how to cook. Why did that matter though? It mattered because... I enjoy a good cooked a, a good cooked food. So uh, you're a meal. typical African man. Yeah, very, very typical. <laughs> if you say that, oh, um, so uh, no. If you told me that you you know you're all right cooking, it would have been fine. Mm. I just wanted to know if you. I'm just giving you a chance to explain yourself because I know what people are going to think when they hear you say one of my standards was that you needed to know how to cook. Even though I feel like that should be a standard for everyone, a yeah. woman should expect a man to know how to cook. Yeah, but but I I know how to cook and I knew how to cook back yeah, then. But yeah. I wanted to know if you. You knew how to cook yeah because not everyone and knows i didn't how have to a cook. problem with it yeah but not everyone knows how to cook though yeah that's, and that's the fact that's a that's a fact so that was one of my standards did it matter whether or not i enjoyed cooking or or was it just that okay i knew how to cook and that's enough i think knowing you knew how to cook was enough okay because if he came down to it that i could cook better than you could cook it just means that okay i take on the responsibilities of cooking but also knowing that you can also cook if needed to mm. you understand so if it wasn't a case of oh what I don't know how to cook there. I would have been like, 
Yeah. Do we need to book you? You don't qualify. <laughs> you don't qualify. You don't. But I, I, again, and another one, another another standard for me is respect. Yeah, I mm. think respect is very important to me. Respect me, respect my family, respect the people around me. Mm. Um, that's a core standard for me. Mm. Yeah. Why does that matter to you? Um, because I grew up in a very in a yeah. family where we sh we showed a lot of respect to each other. Yeah, um, you grew up in Nigeria, so that is like a baseline. Yeah, it's a baseline. Respect it's, is a yeah, big thing it's, it's, it is. in Africa. It is. It yeah. should be. It's a big thing other places. Yeah, as well, it's a big. But yeah. Nigeria is all about. Yeah, you've got to respect your elders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as I'm older than you, mm -hmm. show more respect or. Nope. Yeah. No, I'm joking. I sound like such a defiant woman. Like, nope. She is. No. She is. Uh -uh. Whatever. Right. What about you, Noria? Tell me. Tell me. What? What's your relationship boundaries and standards? Let's just clarify. I'm very respectful. You. She is. She is. She is respectful. Very I respectful. am a joker, though. So I. I do. I do like to pretend. Yeah. So what would you say were your boundaries and standards? Um. I think for me, um, communication is a big standard um i would say my standard is i expected mature communication especially when there's disagreements or when there's issues i you know even though men don't are not always the best communicators socially i did always kind of encourage us to talk a lot more and for you to be more open and honest about how you're feeling as well so communication was a big thing for me and as a boundary in terms of communication, I really did not accept being shouted at or spoken to rudely. So that's mm. a boundary for me. And the same as you, honesty. I always wanted a partner that would tell me anything. I always like mm. well, that's one of the things about a true friendship that I speak about all the time is that you're honest with your friend and you're you're open. Yeah. And you don't need to lie to them. Yeah. And so yeah. Yeah. Being it, lied to is a big boundary. Yeah. Honesty is Especially a standard. In a relationship. It's one thing to mm. you know, to, to lie to a friend or not tell a friend the, the truth, but in a relationship, yeah. You, you need to be very, very open. Yeah. Because you're yeah. building yeah. you're building on something. On something and if yeah. you're building a foundation on lies, yeah. You're basically was, building nothing. Yeah. It's, basically. It's not even real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A standard of mine was also to have a secure partner. And in that, I mean, like independence of thought has his own thing going on, comfortable being by himself, having his own space mm -hmm. and being comfortable with the fact that I'm a people person and I'm a bit more extroverted, even though I have very introverted qualities, but mm. I'm, I'm very much a family, friends type of person. So I always knew that as a standard, my partner had to be very secure. I couldn't be with someone that wanted me to be with them 24 seven and felt jealous every time I was out with friends and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah, that was a big deal for me. And lastly, I would say, well, two things. Affection is a standard and loyalty. Mm -hmm. So I'm a very affectionate person. I'm a hopeless romantic, aren't I? Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> I love romance. I love flowers. I love I love anything to do with romance. And that's probably the Disney, the Disney girl that I'm always mm -hmm. referring to in me. Mm -hmm. um, and so like touch. You know, hugs, um, romance, like a true friendship. That mm. stuff was really important to me as a standard. If I don't feel like I can be friends with you, then it's, we're just not going to hit it off. And so, yeah. And it, and so a boundary, I would say, is if I feel like my partner is not affectionate for like days and days, it's like a, a line is being crossed and mm. I won't accept that. <laughs> okay and loyalty i am um i'm mm. definitely a monogamy type of girl mm. it's so i feel like i need a loyal partner who's who's really about me um and that friendship part should help that because if you're comfortable to talk to me about anything then i don't see why you can't be loyal you mm, know true. i'm not unreasonable i would like to think that you can come to me and talk about anything so it really matters to me that you know we're loyal to each other so in saying all of that we've 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 both discussed our boundaries and standards hmm. in our marriage but in your opinion why do you think people find it so hard to set boundaries in relationships um i think often because they have not identified their deal breakers mm. I think mm. people treat standards sometimes like it's a wish list, mm. yeah, um, which brings us into the topic of preference, yeah. you know. 
standards are not preferences a yeah. preference is something you'd like to have mm -hmm. something that's nice to have like the cherry on top of a cake but it doesn't make or break the decision to continue with the relationship or to, have to be in a relationship with someone it's just something that you would prefer so you don't have a bias towards the other thing whereas a standard is like like you said it's either the minimum or the mm. bar you know it's mm. it's it's something that you shouldn't drop just to accommodate people it's something that goes across the board yeah um so yeah i think a lot of people they haven't identified their deal breakers they don't know what has to happen in a relationship for them to be like okay thank you i'm out this is no longer yeah, how, yeah. you know this is no longer something i can stay in yeah you yeah. know i think i think for me i think people are probably they probably find it hard to set boundaries in a relationship because they are afraid to hurt the other person they're, mm. they're afraid that they might they may hurt the other person because they know the other person they know if they're setting that boundary could mean that that person may not be able to meet the boundary mm. so it's a way of literally closing your eyes to the issue that may be at hand yeah so they do not set the boundary but that's why it's so important to it's set it in, in the beginning. beginning yeah if you set your boundary from the beginning mm -hmm. then you don't need to go and get to know the person to then realize that this person is definitely not going to like hit your standards yeah. at all yeah. and and then as a result you have to leave them like and this is where i have to really emphasize the preference and a standard mm. you know a standard is something that you use as a measure it's the norm it's the mm -hmm. model it's your mm -hmm. your level of quality or attainment Whereas a preference is a greater liking for one alternative over another. Mm. You know, that's a, that's a dictionary definition of preference. It's a greater liking of one alternative over another. So you might like white wine, but you prefer red wine. Mm. That doesn't mean you won't drink white wine, but you just prefer red wine. Yeah. And that is why it's important to know the difference. If there's something, you know, I, I would like a partner that, you know, doesn't eat pork, for example. That could be a preference. Like, oh, I would prefer a partner that doesn't eat pork. Mm. But that's not a standard. Yeah. You know, you could just be like, you meet someone, they're really great. They tick all the boxes, but they eat pork. And you're like, well, I would prefer they didn't, but they're their yeah. own person. They're independent. That they can do what they want. They're an adult. That's fine. You know, I just won't be eating the pork with them. You know, so that could be a preference. But if it was a standard now, that would be a deal breaker, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's really important to know the difference between a preference and a standard. And that would help you in and kind of setting the boundaries. Yeah. And that's probably why some people just don't, they don't set the boundaries. Yeah. Like you're saying, they don't want people that they like to fall short. Yeah. They're not setting it early enough. Yeah. Or sometimes people don't want to seem to... A lot of the time when people start dating, they really want to give across an image of themselves as being laid back. Yeah. People seem to... like Even if you think of like dating profiles, people are always like, really easygoing, really laid yeah. back. Yeah. Half of those people that say they're easygoing and laid back are probably not... Probably not. They're probably not. So set, trying to set a, a, a boundary literally will will feel like they're being um, uptight. Uptight. Yeah. So they will not. I can see that not happening. Mm. You uh, want to seem yeah, easy, yeah, breezy, easy breezy, beautiful. You know, we're, just take, we're just taking it easy. <laughs> you know, we're just we're just flexing our muscles, just getting to know each other, mm. just like that. But realistically. They actually want to set boundaries. They don't want you talking to other girls. They don't want you doing this. They don't want you doing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, but they don't want to seem. But they don't want to seem uptight. They don't want to seem to seem that they care. Yeah, which is, <laughs> yeah, which is thing. Yeah. linked into what we were talking but, about mm, last week yeah. about vulnerability. You don't want to seem yeah, like you, you care. care. And so you pretend you don't yeah, care. Yeah. And then you're allowing certain things to happen, which really should be boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And the thing is, you, you might be in a relationship like that. And, um, and as time progresses that relationship becomes serious. Mm. It, it may not have started off serious, but because you fail to set the boundary, you fail to yeah. establish and standard, it then gets serious a couple of months down the line. You've literally almost passed that. That stage. <laughs> that it's like, wow, well, you never acted like you cared when I was yeah. talking to Mandy. <laughs> why are you now acting yeah. like... And then they start being like, oh, why are you being insecure? Yeah, yeah. 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 If, it was a, if it was a standard from the beginning and a boundary from the beginning, we can't call you insecure because yeah. you didn't even know them enough to care at that time, but yeah. you knew you weren't going to accept that, right? Mm -hmm. So, so that, that leads on to... Can your standards be too high? Oh. I think this is a very yes and no answer. Why? 
So I think yes, if you're putting preferences into standards incorrectly. Mm, okay. So when it comes to setting your standards, if you sit down and you're like, okay, what are my standards in a relationship? And then you start listing preferences, mm. you're setting your standards too high because some of the stuff is not actually standards, they're preferences. Mm, yeah. But no, your standards can never be too high if you have clear reasons why it's important to you and why it needs to be met in a relationship and you mm. clearly identify it correctly as a standard. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's what I'm saying. Technically, no, your standards can never be too high because if it's your standard, it's your standard. If it really means that much to you, it's your standard. Yeah. What? How? I I know as a standard, I've given a lot of like um, you know, high level standards. But one of my standards was I didn't want a man that smoked. Mm. Point blank. Mm -hmm. Period. Like. I could not date a smoker because I hated the smell of smoke and I didn't want it around me. I didn't want it around my kids. And no offense to people that smoke because I have a lot of people. I know a lot of people that smoke and I have family members that smoke, but I knew I couldn't mm. stand it. Yeah. I knew for yeah. me, it wasn't a preference. It was a standard. Like yeah. if I met you and you smoked, it's not mm. going to work. True. Um, but to some people, that'll be a preference, you know? Yeah. So some yeah. people be like, oh, that's your standards are too high. You can meet an amazing man and he smokes. And it's like, yeah, but if he smokes to me, he's not an amazing guy yeah. <laughs> because it's a standard. Yeah. So, no, I don't think your standards could be too high if you know exactly why it's a standard and yeah, not a preference. Yeah. And we said in previous podcasts, never set your standards too low. Mm. Always set it high. Always yeah. set it high. Yeah. And don't set the standards to fit the person. Don't drop it because you think that person cannot meet the standard because you like that person. Mm. You're trying to fit the standards around that person. Yeah. If they cannot meet that standard, then you have to question why. Why? But that's why your standard has to be irrespective of the partner. You yeah. can't, a lot of the times, some people try to make their standards or, or mold it around the person. Yeah. And it's true. It needs to be irrespective of the partner. Yeah. You really need to do some self-reflecting. Yeah. And you need to have it set before you meet the person. Mm. Rather than you meet that person and then you want to set a standard that, yeah. okay. You, think about yeah. yourself beforehand. beforehand. But then I think this... This is a perfect episode for someone who's dating or not married yet. Yeah. But it's going to be hard for people who are in relationships already mm. or they're married. How do they how do they navigate setting standards if they haven't done it already? It's just a matter of having that conversation. Mm. Just sit down and with your partner and, and have the conversation and just hash out what, what it is. Yeah. And I don't think it's ever too late to um, to set the standards it could be a case of this is what we used to deal with in the past but now going forward this is what yeah. our new standards should be this is what you expect from me yeah this is what i'm expecting from you mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. and that's true yeah that's a that's the perfect answer that is exactly it like it's about the deal breaker mm. if you know for a fact like look this relationship has gone on long enough like this mm. i can't take this relationship carrying on like this i will rather be out than for it to carry on like this then it's about having that conversation and saying it's either this or i'm out because yeah. it's a standard yeah. like we need to talk about yeah. this because it's that serious yeah but also as well it could be a you know a happy good relationship where things are not going crazy or things you know i know me you, and my you negative still, stuff. you still, still want to <laughs> right okay let's see if we can improve our standards mm. you know we're both happy we're both so this is a happy relationship this is a happy marriage yeah but, but let's I would, define let's it let's define it let's you know let's be more comfortable in each other's space mm. you know what, what do you want me to do more of it goes yeah. back to our previous podcast when we speak about um defining roles and responsibilities mm. like what what do you want what do you want me to do more of it's so true yeah absolutely yeah, so you can set it at any stage. And I mean, technically, a lot of our um, standards for marriage was set. Like I said in the other podcast, we set that standard when mm. we got married yeah. in our honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't because it wasn't important in our relationship, but we were actually, what was different about that document was that we were creating, we were communicating our expectation mm, and standard mm, for the fact that we are now married. married yeah. This is what we're expecting from yeah. the married yeah. version of us. Because when, obviously when you're dating and yeah. you're in a relationship, you know, I, I see it as a tier one. Oh, <laughs> not the, <laughs> the tier one thing, you get me? You know, it's like, these are, these are like standards, you know. Dating, dating standards. Sta this is like, babe, this is what I expect from you. Yeah. But when you get married, 
that's a tier three. That's okay, next so what level. Was tier two, girlfriend standard. <laughs> tier, tier two is like girlfriend. Then you get to that Serious girlfriend. girlfriend like, that's, that's, that's my girlfriend. You know, that's my fiance. Then that's that. You expect different standard. But once you're married, mm. you're, you've got to take that, that notch. Tier like, three. Tier three. That's what you talk about. Like, you know, next level clearance. You need that, that <laughs> full commitment. No, no. It, it's because, because at that stage. Yeah. It's not a joke thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to be having aside. kids. Yeah, you're going to be having kids. Yeah. And the thing is, when you have kids, standards needs to be improved. Mm, here we go. Standards needs to be improved. No, it's a Why joke. do standards need to be improved because after you've had kids? Because the kids, yeah, you've, they you've, you've will, now gone in an, an, an anomaly into the whole mix. It's kind of like, okay, now we've got kids. <laughs> now we're being watched. <laughs> yeah. Um, an additional person to feed, to look after what does that mean for our standards mm. I, I need you to do a bit more of this I need you to do a bit more it, yeah that's yes, true yes it needs to change it needs to, needs to be amended yeah right on brother yeah, yeah. that's and then true. when you're old and retired you might, have to, you might want to review the standards again <laughs> <laughs> it's good. yeah yeah that's yeah. true because it's a different life it's, it's a different true. life I'm telling you it's a different reality it's a different reality so um, yeah so what would you say are red flags what are red flags to you when you're dating or in a serious relationship what's a red flag our red flags are things that are unusual unusual reoccurrence what is this an anomaly you know you could be with someone and then you know X-file. you have a standard you have an expectation mm. and then these are occurrences that are happening that are and not that does not fit the your expectation, your standards. Mm-hmm. Red Those flags. Are red flags. You, you know, like as you said, you don't like someone that smokes. Well, he comes along, he tells you he doesn't smoke. But he's every time smelling. he comes around, he smells like cigarette. Red what flag. That's a red flag. What the hell is that about? That's a red flag. Like, are you secretly smoking? <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> you understand? Straight up. And you can just ignore the red flag and be like, oh, he's around people, he's around that, people smoke. that smoke. Just yeah. like, no, man, you might want to investigate yeah. that. Because yeah. this guy will have you marrying him and then pull out a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you or, or you have a partner that you, you don't like the partner talking to you a certain way. But constantly he or she does that, ignoring how you feel and, mm. and you know, having discussed it several times, they promise that they're not going to do it again. But they No, keep- that's actually a boundary. That's a crossing of the boundary. A red flag is a partner who you've told you don't like being shouted at and whatever, right? They don't really shout at you. Let's say you two don't really get into argument, but he stays shouting at his mum. That's the red flag. Okay, okay. Because the boundary, you've said yeah, you don't yeah. want to be shouted at. If he yeah. starts shouting at you and you yeah, told him, cross it's that a, boundary. you're crossing yeah. a boundary. Yeah, but yeah. But, but when but you that, see him shouting at other people, he will, he, will be, he will do it to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for me, a red flag is essentially it's a sign that your boundaries are being or will be being crossed. Crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's like mm-hmm. it's like a warning. Mm-hmm. Um, they are indicators that this person might fall short of your standard. Um, yeah. Yeah. So smelling like cigarettes when you said you don't smoke. Yeah. You know, every time I meet some of your female friends, they don't know who I am. <laughs> which means you've never spoken about me which means you might not be as loyal as i thought you were which means yeah. in the long run you might end up cheating on me mm. so th- yeah. those are like red, yeah, flags. red flags when you have your standards and your expectations and you've clearly communicated them mm. be on the lookout for red flags yeah even if you need to keep a red flag diary when you're dating because mm-hmm. it's very easy to dismiss things when you like someone yeah. you could just be yeah. there like or be mm. blinded to yeah. yeah yeah so maybe a red flag diary is not such a bad idea like mm. you know you've got your little one note your yeah. little notepad in, in your phone where it's like mm-hmm, you did this okay yeah. it's, it's not serious enough but it's something yeah. to keep in mind and then when you look at the list be like is this person really worthy of going to the next level with are these signs that this person is is gonna fall short of mm. my standards or, or when she claims that she enjoys cooking but every time you, you're with her or, she, or you're talking to her, she's having a takeaway. Oh, whatever. Right. Maybe she enjoys cooking. Um, that's a red flag. It's like, mm, can she really cook? Does she really like cooking? Or is she lying to me? That's it a red flag. It could be that. Yeah, exactly. For that's example, she could she could know how to cook. No. Tell you she enjoys cooking, but then she's always eating takeaways. That's a potential red flag. Because it's like, if she enjoyed cooking, 
would she really always eat takeaways? Or maybe she doesn't know how to cook. Just lie that she could cook. That's another, yeah. That's a red flag. So you might need to investigate. Yeah. Be like, you know what, babe, yeah. let's, have a, let's, let's have a date. Let's have a date. In the you, house. Yeah, like, you cook. You cook I'll yeah. bring the dessert. Mm-hmm. And see what happens. And just look out for any um, microwave dinners. <laughs> that may be in the bin um, that's all I can oh you don't know women mate if she was going to make you a microwave dinner and she was going to and you would not know there would be no packs in the bin I'll be there while she's cooking oh fine I'll be there while oh, babe I want you to cook in front of me <laughs> yeah cook right in front of me this is a no, master chef you're a psycho get on with it 45 you're... minutes <laughs> you're a psycho we're just joking about but essentially yeah red flags are a very real thing and you have to like take it seriously and you would know instinctively mm. something is wrong something is not right no no it's, no i'm still yeah. laughing at master chef for <laughs> here's your ingredient a leaf there you go a carrot like what could you make of that <laughs> i can't okay so the next thing we wanted to touch on is compromising so mm -hmm. One of the questions we thought of was like, okay, so why do people always talk about compromising in a relationship if we need to never drop our standards, right? Yeah. Why does compromise always come up in relationships as a word, as advice, as something mm. that you need to always do? And the way I see it, compromise is another one of those words that can be thrown into the mix when it comes to expectations, yeah. standards, boundaries. As the meaning for compromise points out, it's about two people committing to an agreement in which each person meets the other halfway. So the actual definition for the word compromise is an agreement or settlement of a dispute that is reached by each side making concessions. So I think as the meaning points out, it's about two people coming to an agreement mm. in which both of them meet each other halfway. A compromise is a mutual understanding and it's, it needs to be communicated and agreed. It is not the same as what I think some people think about when they say compromise, yeah. which is sacrificing yeah. or settling. Yeah. And that's really, really different. To sacrifice is a verb which means to give up something valued for the sake of something else. The Merriam-Webster definition defines it as a destruction or surrender of something for the sake of something else, else mm. something given up or lost. This doesn't have to be communicated at all. Mm. A sacrifice can be something that um, you do without your partner even knowing. Mm. And a lot of the time, sacrifices or settling tends to be made internally. Yeah. You know what your standards are. You yeah. know what you shouldn't be putting yeah. up with and you're sacrificing um, your dignity in order to be in the relationship. Yeah. That's not really what you would want to do, yeah. but you're doing it because you don't want to lose that person. Mm. So the difference between settling and compromise is meeting a partner halfway is compromising. Both of you agreeing. It's almost like a truce, right? Mm -hmm. And you both give up a little bit of something yeah. to reach that consensus. Yeah. Sacrifice is where you go without something that is really important to you. There is a lacking there and it's not always optional and or intentional or agreed. So like, for example, I was looking on Instagram the other day and they were talking about women that want to get married um, but their partner doesn't want to get married mm. and so they convince themselves that they don't want to get married mm. okay and i saw a lot of comments underneath this post and they were talking about oh sometimes you have to compromise a relationship is about compromise and i'm like that's not a compromise that's a sacrifice right. yeah you know unless you didn't really want to get married you didn't really care either way mm then it's a compromise. Yeah. I don't really mind, but okay, let's not get married, yeah. but let's do yeah. this instead. Yeah. You know, but that's you, a compromise. But if you don't want to, yeah. don't want to get married. Then if you that's really, a sacrifice. Yeah. 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 If you really want to get married and you are not getting married because this partner refuses, yeah. you're sacrificing you something are. that really matters to you, to you yeah. for the sake of the other person because yeah. you don't want to lose that other person. Yeah. I think in that case, the two of you are completely not compatible. compatible. I agree. And that's why it needs to be a standard or an expectation that you set out from the beginning yeah. because that kind of thing for me is a complete deal breaker. Yeah. So it's like, if someone told you from the beginning they don't want to get married, that should be a... have kids. Yeah, um, if, if you want to yeah, have kids, yeah. that's a deal breaker. Yeah, it, it should be anyway. Otherwise, yeah. you're, you're yeah. setting you, yourself yeah. up for You'd potential... Be sacrificing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, you can sacrifice if you choose to sacrifice. If you're like, this person is worth me never having kids you know that's a sacrifice because they're not compromising they're just not going to mm -hmm. have kids and you have mm -hmm. to sacrifice having kids i don't advise sacrificing i don't advise it because yeah. i think 
you will always turn around and be like, I really did want that though. Yes, yes, you would. Yeah. You would. It's something that you would you would regret. Yeah, I think. In my opinion. Yeah, in my, in opinion my experience. Well. Your yeah. opinion as well. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the difference. Compromise people talk about it because it's almost part of communicating mm. in a relationship. It's a way of kind of coming to the same kind of agreement or mm. coming to a consensus. Whereas yeah. when you're just sacrificing all the time in a relationship, you're just your needs are not being met. Yeah. So the last few things we wanted to touch on are in what ways can other people or society as a whole influence our standards? Mm-hmm. So yeah. what do you think, Frank? I think society has a huge impact on our standards. Mm. Uh because obviously we're we're in a s we're, we're in a world where things like social media is, is huge. You and social media <laughs> has a huge influence. Your gripe with social media has a huge never influence ending. on what we do. Can um, social media not social have a break? norms, social media you know they all have a, a huge part to play in yeah because because people will stay in a relationship just to be in a relationship because they want to portray mm. something that isn't true that part as jada to, jada just, would say just to keep it jada going just to keep it going yeah just to be able to get that holiday just be able to be on that holiday with that man or with that woman just to show that just they have to show a man that they have a man or, or, or just to show that they have a woman that's it um, people be yeah. out here cutting off their nose to spite their face because they do not want to god forbid they let go of that mr or mrs title yeah yeah so it has a huge impact on which is which links to that whole keeping up with the joneses thing yeah you know a lot of the times society Mm. has a norm of being coupled yeah i mean look at love island it's all about being in a couple and it's like it's such a strong pull on people that sometimes if you don't have a strong resolve of who you are mm. without a, mm. another human being sometimes you feel like you're nothing without someone else yeah just for other people to see yeah <laughs> you know yeah. and that's very common in our community as you know an african community it, it there is. is a lot of settling a lot of staying in the relationship first for marriage sake yeah. So that people can see you as married, so that you are you can remain Mr. and Mrs. even mm. though you're suffering. Mm. You know. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And this is this is not just our generation, our parents' generation, our forefathers. You know, we've spoken about this a few times, but society can have a big influence on that. They That's can. So true. They can. They can. Um, I think family can have a big influence as well. Mm. You know, on your standards. On the standards, How? yeah, it can because if the if say you're with a partner that your family really likes or mm. they, they love, or you know, people would tend to drop their standards a bit mm-hmm. because they want to please their family, please their parents. So it's a case That's of true. you know, it's true that family doesn't really know what that person is like as Sometimes an actual it, it, partner. It blinds that it blinds you to see to taking action. At mm. an early stage, you know, say a, a girl is dating a, a a guy, and you know her mom loves of the guy. Yeah, there's a lot of red flags. Yeah, from him. She, yeah, but she's she, ignoring yeah, them. Yeah, she's ignoring them because obviously he, he's good with with her mom. He's a nice guy, mm. and whatnot. But yeah, that is so true. Yeah. So that's and also, I think society can influence your standards in the way that it tells you that you should have material things. Mm-hmm. So I know at the moment, a lot of young girls, which is not all in all a bad thing, but a lot of young girls talking about men with money, cars, able to buy you gifts, take you to expensive restaurants, which is not a bad thing. I will say mm-hmm. you should want a man who's well to do, who can take care of himself and take care of you. But there is a flip side to that, where because of this push for or gifts, expensive travel, expensive restaurants, and a, a lot of young boys mm. who haven't yet reached a stage in their life where they're able to afford these things yes. are, are under pressure sure. to perform that level of um, yeah. upkeep, upkeep for their girlfriend. Yeah. And that can be real pressurizing yeah. and it can really affect your ability to connect on a human level. I agree. And don't get me wrong, I'm pro hypergamy. You know, mm-hmm. I do think women should date men with more money than them. Because I think, you know, I'm a bit traditional in the in the way that I feel like a man should be able to provide and look after his woman. But I am not a true hypergamist in the sense that I don't think that that's the be all and end all. I'm not going to go out there and seek a man with money and that's it. You know, that's that would be a bonus. It's a good thing. 
the same way I think there was like a clip of Marilyn Monroe or something saying something in like a movie say something like you don't go out and seek a girl just because she's pretty you don't just want her just to be pretty mm. but if she's pretty it's a bonus, it's a bonus right yeah. that's how it is with yeah. women and money it's yeah. like you're not going out there seeking a man just for his money but, but if he's got, got money and he's able to look after you that's a bonus yeah. so it's the same kind of you know it was always a really funny clip that I really liked but that's how I view hypergamy Whereas a lot of the times On social media nowadays It's a push for Go and find a man with money Regardless of what The most important thing is That he have money And it's like yeah. yeah that's good But you could really miss out On a good man And I'm not talking about A struggle love type of man A man who can't really Do anything for you But I'm saying a good man Who can look after you But he might not be able to Like take you to I don't know Bali or the Maldives mm. Because he's still working Towards things And he, he might not be able to do something some of these like lavish expensive things that you might want to do and post on the gram and so because of that society is making you feel like you need a man who can do x y and z but you don't really need a man who could do that you need a man who can do other things like be honest loving caring yeah. be your yeah. partner be you know support you be there emotionally for you mm. that's more important but you're placing more importance on the other stuff yeah and don't get me wrong don't misconstrue what i'm saying mm. those things are important you mm. should be taken out to dinner you should get nice gifts on your birthday those things are important but they're just not they shouldn't be what you base your relationship on mm. and so i think sometimes society can make people very materialistic yeah i agree to their detriment you know i agree i agree it's a really good point yeah uh, a lot of the time it's down to stereotypes yeah. it's because there's the stereotype of what a woman is or what a man yeah. is yeah yeah and it's the same thing for men mm. going for women going with for a women certain, body, certain type body type or a certain yeah. you know yeah. society making you feel like everyone should be yeah. tiny waist be tiny with big big, hips. big yash oh yeah. gosh um yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's true it's true You're it's true man. it's true and it's not always about that because those ones are they'll probably be the worst ones for you um no not always i mean there's nice they'll girls probably they'll probably be they'll probably be <laughs> yeah but find, i know it's not all that, that it's that's all they have to offer some of them some of them because yeah. they've been working on that body all their <laughs> lives so it's they don't have anything else going for this them like, this is this enough it's, it's like this Did is all I, body? all I can give you is like so this is it <laughs> what I'm looking at right now is all you can offer me wow <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I know you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's like the flip side of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that we would say about society's influence is don't let society influence your standards. Yes. Think about what really matters to you, mm. you know, and this is why we talk about love languages. Mm. I'm not an acts of service type of person. I'm a touch and affection type of person. I want a hug over you washing the dishes for me. lots of hugs oh okay. <laughs> tell everybody yeah i like hugs and stuff so i'm you know you can wash the dishes you know like i was gonna wash the dishes and you did it for me and i'm like oh how sweet but that's not what makes me feel loved but for frank what a nice kiss all right mate we'll, we'll, we'll do it for you pg it? keep PJ, it pg tell a kiss uh, what's that about that is pg i can't uh -huh. but yeah no yeah yeah but i like me, the hug yeah. and affection and for me you yeah. make some jello fries Ooh. yeah he's all about food yeah this man and food you think me. he was you love me 300 pounds. you love me <laughs> <laughs> you make me some jello fries <laughs> it's true love well i can't i do i, I do know that frank if if you don't cook for like quite a few days frank oh, will on. frank will get grumpy and he'll pretend he doesn't know why he'll pretend and if it's more than it's not a about week, the cook i'll start looking for another one <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't but yeah don't let society affect influence, influence yeah. your standards yeah. too much really know your standard I, I think people need to work mm -hmm. they need to invest some time into knowing what they really want mm it becomes it's it's like a skill like you have to know what you want it's not just it's very easy to say i like my guy to be this but have you actually thought it through yet mm. if you actually sat down you'll find that, that a lot of the stuff that you want is because it's what your friends want as well yeah. or, or what the social media is saying like a good guy or a decent guy should look like yeah but what does a decent does guy look, look like, like to you because like you? you're unique exactly you know and even just not just on standards and obviously it's linked to standards but like for example i always find it interesting how society has such a strong 
um, has such strong views on disloyalty, unfaithfulness, cheating, mm. monogamy, side chicks, like all of that stuff is really shunned. And yet it's interesting how many women take their husbands back after cheating, monogamy, um, not being a monogamous, all of that. And I find that interesting because I'm like, well, how many of these women really care about cheating mm. and mm. all of that stuff? You know, and that's one of those things about society influencing people's standards. Don't let society influence your standards. You have to determine what matters to you. Mm -hmm. If you don't really care about your man cheating, and trust me, I care. So I'm not talking from that perspective, but I'm trying to say that there are women out there in certain situations where they feel like their man is free to cheat if they want them to because they get so much out of their man. Maybe they married a rich man because he's rich and they don't really care about him cheating. But then because of society, they feel obliged to make noise every time he cheats. I look at that and I just think, well, is that really how you feel? Because if it is how you felt, why has it gotten to the 10th cheatation? <laughs> you know, but clearly this is yeah. not a standard yeah. for you. And I'm talking about real women here. So I'm not just talking about like celebrities because I see that a lot in among celebrities. I'm not going to name any celebrities. We all know celebrities who cheating husbands mm. but um some celebrities their husbands or partners have cheated on them more than once and they've stayed with them mm. so it does make me think how much is this your view oh, versus society trying to influence your view yeah and if that's how you feel about it stand in it yeah you know if yeah. you don't really care about something don't make it an issue don't be making noise think about yourself before you think about what other people think of you because mm. Yourself and your relationship is what matters the most. And yeah. I'm I'm just using cheating because I think that is one that's easy for people to understand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say for the record, I'm not about that life. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> I'm a monogamous woman. I need a monogamous man. I don't. I, I'm all about loyalty and I do. I find cheating to be very, very disloyal and I'm not about that. So that's not my stance. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate that there's women that don't have the same stance as me and they have a right to have that stance. Um, they, as long as they, they know what they're doing about, you know, protecting themselves from disease and protecting themselves from a whole bunch of other stuff like, you know, babies outside of marriage and stuff like that. If you and your partner have worked that out, then don't let society tell you what you should and shouldn't mm -hmm. accept even, even on something like that. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, and one of the questions that we're looking at is how many chances is too many when a partner falls short? Mm, let me throw that back to you. Let's you start. What? How many chances is too many chances then, in your opinion? It, it depends. It depends on what they fought short on. Mm -hmm. yeah, so it depends if it's a if you if it's a partner that's cheated on me, then it might be one strike you're out. <laughs> it might not be. I could cheat you one time. Yeah, that's it. I got you're, one chance. One chance, <laughs> you're done. You're done. Yeah, one chance. So it depends on what. <laughs> the wow, time. I didn't know that. If you if you didn't cook for a week, it's that's different. I'll give you a second chance. I'll <laughs> give you a third chance. Wait, oh, so you when you say one it. chance and you're done, that means I'll be I'll be out the first cheat. You'll be cheat. out the first cheat, yeah. Oh, so no, no chances there. That's no, no chance. chances, yeah, because that's we're married. We're married. That's oh man, that's no, I'm not, joking. That's not, that's not for debate. That's never like a chances that you know. So it's just for me. It's a no no. It's a no no. It's a no for me, dog. Um, but <laughs> any other. If it's anything else, if it's something to do with like, you know, you've upset me, mm. or you've done something, you know, you've used it against me and we've agreed that you were not going to do that, then you might be able to get several chances. It's, you know, marriage is all about forgiveness. Mm. But when you go outside of marriage and you, you know, you cheat or whatnot, then that's a different thing. So it's all about the levels. It's the levels. Yeah. They're all different levels. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be my response as well. It depends on the severity. Depends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... On serious stuff, I like to think I'm someone that's like three strikes and you're out. I, mm -hmm. I like to give people two chances, but there's certain things where, you know, some things it's probably just a preference. Like I prefer not you not to do that. And you yeah, do yeah. And they're like, not severe. It's not severe. Yeah. It depends on whether it's a boundary of yeah. preference or an expectation. Yeah. You, you can't, can't. You can't. Let, so you can't. Like, if, if a guy goes out and gets another woman pregnant, you can't. Okay, that's chance number one. <laughs> goes out again. <laughs> chance number two. Like, oh, you got three, you got baby. Three. Nah, that's too much. Three strikes, you're out. No, no, no. See, that doesn't apply, and that's true. Like, you get a woman pregnant, you got a new family, mate. You got uh, responsibilities. Yeah, you gotta go. Exactly. But so. 
yeah exactly that's what i'm saying it's so, it really depends yeah. but that's why it, like we were saying in the beginning you need to categorize things properly yeah because cheating is a big deal for me because of getting another woman pregnant that's a big deal for me you can't be like destroying our family by having other another family that you need to take care of that's a complete no-no right there's no chances there but let's say you had an inappropriate conversation or mm. an inappropriate relation thing there mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. didn't include you know anything intimate mm -hmm. that is probably something that could be like one chance like yeah you did that okay you get a chance but let's say you keep making friends with women that you're telling me nothing about and i just keep discovering new new girlfriends that you have mm -hmm. that's you falling short of my expectations so that ladies stay away from me <laughs> So that to me would probably have three strikes in your right. Yeah, like yeah. you've done it once. Okay, you didn't talk to me. Okay, about it. that's all right. We're time. gonna incorporate yeah. Linda into yeah. the into the friendship group. Okay, we'll incorporate we'll incorporate Jessica into the friendship group. And then the third girl is like, "What's going on, sir? What mm. is this? What's the problem?" Mm. That's different. That's yeah. that's three yeah. strikes and you're out. So it really is about the severity of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's about knowing what things fall into, then you'll know how serious something is to you. Yeah. So, so in our relationship, how many chances do you think we give each other on on things? I mean, I think we've already touched on it. I know. I we. I think already. we apply what we've just said. Yeah, isn't it? we do. We do. For me, I, I think you get. A I don't. I don't really chance. give you. Any, I don't even give you a chance. I don't even like consider like. This is the second time. I don't keep any. Yeah, um, we don't always keep score. Keep scores at all, like because we don't do anything major. No, we don't actually. We're just we're just testing boundaries. Yeah, we don't. I don't think we even test any boundaries actually. We 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 annoy each other every yeah, now and then. But I think it's more annoying each yeah, other. Yeah. Like, nah, we haven't. I mean, oh, it depends on how real we want to be. Well, like finances, which is another topic. That's the topic for another day. When we talk about finances is this season, so we'll talk about that. <laughs> but you don't like when I spend big money without oh, telling oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, yeah, that's one of my... That could be one of my free strikes you're at. Oh, yeah, thing, that's you know? a big deal yeah, thing for him. that's big, big, big for me. Yeah. Mm. And, and I've done that a couple of times. Yeah, I think you're on your second. <laughs> no, I'm not. You've actually got one more chance. So actually, <laughs> no. be very careful. No, thanks, stop it. I don't think that that's a free strikes you're at. I think that's a, we're, we're working on this. It's a work in progress. Nuri views money differently and she, she, she working on it. Okay. Okay. That's not free strikes you're we'll, at. We'll leave that for another, another episode. Yeah, we've got a finance episode where <laughs> the beans will be spilt. But um, this one is, it's about chances. And I think you get lots of, lo you get a lot, a lot of chances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do, yeah. But it's yeah because you're you're a good guy. But but that's but this goes back to, you know, setting the standards, setting the boundaries. Mm. When you have that in place, and no one's actually crossing the boundary, no one's actually yeah. falling short. You then have that relationship where everything is handled very softly. Yeah, there isn't any animosity towards anything. Yeah, yeah it's you, not that dramatic. It's not that dramatic. It becomes like a, a subtle way of dealing with things. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So just to wrap up everything that we've said, um, let's go to some actual steps to setting your standards. So we can say one each. Yes, and then we'll, we can. Um, first, create a list like a wish list mm -hmm. and eliminate until you get to the top five. So let's say you're setting your standards, make a list of things that everything that you would like in your partner mm. don't worry about how long the list is then go through the list and eliminate and put things into expectations mm. and preferences yeah. right so move some stuff out and keep eliminating until you get to your top five things or maybe top 10 maybe five is just not enough for you right those top 10 or top five should be your standards and then you should then have a bunch of expectations and preferences mm -hmm. yeah yeah and when you have, once you have that list, you can think of the characteristics for that person mm. that you want. Yeah. You, so think about the characteristics someone needs to have uh, to meet that list. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's what you look for. Yeah. When you're yeah, talking to, to people and. Yeah. 
So you start dating. thinking, does yeah. this person seem kind? Because yeah. that... those characteristics it's... will help you yeah. in understanding whether or not that person can meet that standard. So match your standard or your top 10 with characteristics. Yeah. But they've got to be realistic as well, though. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. you know, there's no point having 10 things on your list and yeah. half of them are unrealistic. Yeah. You know, that's the third step. How realistic Stick, is, is it? it? Yeah. Question that. Challenge yourself. Is it easy for someone to be this and that? Yeah. Could they be number one and yeah, number four on your list? Or are yeah. there contradictions, right? Um, and then think of the behaviours that will fall short of those things on your standard because those behaviours will be your boundaries. Yes. So if you have your standards, you have expectations, you have preferences, then you start thinking about your top 10 standards or your top five. What would someone do to show you that they do not hit that standard? Because that is your boundary. And then write those down. Yep. Step five is write, write all of this down. Write, write them down if you need to. Two. Write down the behaviours. And then um, step six is communicate them when you're dating when you're in a serious relationship and you'll know when to divulge which standard because yeah. they will pretty much come up as you're getting to know each other yeah if you're already in a relationship do this exercise and just go and talk to your partner yeah. communicate all of it yeah it's really important to communicate because otherwise nobody knows what your standards are or their expectations yeah and the final one review them as you go as you grow so constantly review them yeah um yeah. And review them as you, go, as you go as well. Yeah, as you grow and as you go. Yeah. yeah and as you progress through the relationship. Yeah. All is because you're going to yeah. change as a person yeah. not, you're not always going to stay the same so yeah definitely review them in your relationship make sure they stay up to date and listen to your partner as well yes. so part of communication yes. when we say communicate it's not just telling them it's yeah. about listening. listening it's about making sure how, they understand how, how do they feel yeah. about what you are asking them to do mm -hmm. um, yeah. it's really important yeah, yeah. And even in all of this, if you're in the early stages of dating, listen to their views yeah. to understand whether yeah. or not they're the kind of person that you you can be around or you have a future with. Yeah. So that's a wrap. That's, that's it. A wrap. Yep. That's it for another episode. Mm -hmm. So that's it, guys. You've heard our views on setting boundaries, standards and expectations in a relationship. And we've covered some key definitions and the differences between them why they're important to a relationship, what prevents people from setting clear standards and how society can influence them, the way we approach boundary standards and expectations in our relationship, and we've touched on how to define and set your own standards in a relationship. We appreciate everyone that takes the time to listen to our podcast and we're super grateful for all your engagement with us. We really hope you tune into the next episode where we'll be talking about long distance and international relationships. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Flight to Lagos. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Don't forget to email us any of your questions, comments or dilemmas at itt.thepodcast at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram at ITT podcast or one word. Thank you for hanging out with us and we'll speak to you on the next one. Bye. Bye.